0: hey you guys welcome back to what is the perfect mom it's johnson and today i have a special guest on the show her name is miss diamond and i'm not talking about diamond from the place club i'm talking about diamond diamond boy mom diamond dope ass mom diamond say what's up diamond (laughs) hey
1: everybody hey all you ladies thanks for having me i'm so excited for today's podcast yes
0: sis
1: (laughs) that's popcorn yes i have my little one here with me he's just waking up and of course he's right here on his mama
0: oh hey popcorn (laughs) carlito didn't wake up yet so i'm waiting for him to wake (laughs) up so um tell us about yourself diamond
1: So I am 25 years old. I am married. I've been married for five years. I am a mom to my beautiful boy. He's three years old and we are currently living in Killeen, Texas. We've been living here for two years and we moved here from New Jersey where I left all of my family and friends at. So Kind of bittersweet, but we're happy here in Texas.
0: Yeah, and I think Texas is better for you because out here in New York City, we dodging bullets, we running from bullets.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's been a lot going on. I don't know. It's like a lot of like the quarantine energy, with like the Black Lives Matter energy, with like the cops trying to quit on us energy. Like we got a lot of people just doing whatever they yeah. want to do, not really caring about the safety of everybody the people, is you know? playing
0: like bugging out, I guess, because we was in the house, one. And two, a lot of people lost their jobs, So they're trying to make, you know, ends meet and stuff. Like a lot of things is going on. But you're lucky because I was just reading on Facebook how a kid had got shot in the stomach. And the comments under, under the post, everybody was like going in on the mother because the mother had the baby outside after 11 o'clock. And I'm like, what? So now that we moms... And the gunmen want to be outside at night or whatever the case may be. We have to have a curfew now. How you feel about that? So I
1: I woke up to the same you know news and the same article, um, and I had mentioned to my friend. I was like, I remember there being times when my baby was less than a year old, and we would leave out in the daytime to go to New, go to New York from New Jersey. <laughs> And we would be getting back to New Jersey as the sun was coming up. So we spent a whole day outside. We are traveling on the train, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, taking hours to get back home. The sun is just now coming out. And, I mean, granted, that's what we do. You know, we hang out. We chill. We chill amongst our friends. We chill amongst our family. And if we outside past a certain time, the kids are well-watched. They're well-fed. You know, if they get tired, they ripping and running. They'll know when their bodies are tired enough to go to bed. Right. But my the only con that I do have is not the baby being outside past a certain time. It's the baby being outside, period. You know, with the coronavirus and this pandemic that's going on, I just feel like people need to just take into better consideration the danger that they're putting their children in, especially when they put them at when they're outside. If you have to go outside for essential reasons, I get that. If you want to go in a small group and visit your friend, you know, maybe see some family. But, you know, where we are gathering in large groups and socializing and not following the CDC regulations for the social distancing, then that's just unacceptable. And well, small children, the lady, they can't fight off a regular cold. So imagine this virus, you yeah, know? but
0: the lady was at a family barbecue, and I'm putting myself in her shoes because on the 4th of July, my cousin, she's your cousin too, we was having a birthday yes. celebration <laughs> for our cousin and I was outside with my son and I was having a good time and I was around family and we need that. Like we was in the house for like four months. We bugging out. My kid is even bugging out. So if we practicing social distancing and we hanging around our family and eating and having a good time, why should we have to run home and be in a house? If there's children right, so that's out, what why I'm are you saying pulling true. out a gun? Why are you shooting? Yeah, like stop the violence. You know what I'm saying? This has to stop. Why we have to I have I think a the judgment,
1: the judgment that came on the was unnecessary right. you know people try to you know always pinpoint blame, and then sometimes it's just not the right time or the place because you have bullets that fly through you know windows and you know certain people exactly. have been in their house and got killed in their house right. so it's not a matter of their child being at the wrong place at the wrong time it's just a matter of like you said the gun violence yeah. just need to stop you know I do I do stand like with the whole COVID-19 social distance thing We are at a point where we are very vulnerable as people because by nature, we, you know, we need other people. We thrive off other people, you know? Our bodies thrive off other people. Other than that, we'll, you know, go mentally insane, get depressed, and all of these things. But, I mean, you just got to take that into consideration. And then especially when you have, like, police that are taking a stand down, you, you know, need to be more on guard because when the police are not police in the streets, then who's going to stop the gangbangers from, you know, running down on whoever they want to?
0: Right, because I'm like, where did all the guns come from? Just like, where did all the fireworks come from? Like, now, like, did the people use their stimulus checks is the government giving out the guns? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking.
1: Like, you know, they probably they, they, the people's probably robbing the evidence lockers and getting all of the guns, right? Because I'm like, president. where do these
0: guns come from, and why don't I have one? Yeah. let me stop. <laughs> yeah, because we got to be do. ready. I, here.
1: <laughs> I mean, in Texas, it is e- easy to, uh, you know, get your firearm license and. You can go to any store and buy a gun. It's really not that hard. Um, These people out here in Texas are on a whole different time frame. I'm not saying that, you know, there isn't violence and crime rate because you got, you know, people popping up with their bodies being dismembered and buried in ditches somewhere. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Texas got some whole other type of crime rates that, you know, bodies being buried in closets and stuff like that. These people out here are insane. But I don't, you know, for New York, I'm really just praying for, like, my family and my friends that are there. And I'm praying for the city as a whole because, you know, it's going to take a while for us to recover from this. And you don't want to go from a state of bad to worse. And then that's just, you know, you're just stuck there. Because you have some people that genuinely love. Mommy took all the candy. Mommy will be with you in a minute, okay? Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: You have um, people that are genuinely like, I love New York. I I love being here. I'm never going to leave. I'm never going to get out. You don't want us to be to a point where we are forced to move out of New York. You know, for me, it was a choice. Right. I chose to leave New York. I chose to leave New Jersey. You know, I'm here in Texas by choice, but if the violence gets so bad to so go in, well, you can't go to the grocery store. You know, you can't walk your son to the to the corner store. You can't, you know, hang out. Like you said, you can't hang out with your family, your friends. You can't throw a barbecue because you know somebody is just gonna come with
0: guns and you know you have to duck for cover. Right. And you know, I feel like I'm gonna be forced out because I just started a new job and I work in a precinct as a police administrative aide. So I see nothing but the violence. I see nothing but bad shit going on. And then when I come home and I turn on the news, I see nothing but bad shit out here in new york city and i'm just like nah do i want to raise my son here do i want to keep him here what if something happened to him but you know me thinking like this something (laughs) can happen to him anywhere you know right you um and
1: congrats on the new job i i know i've said that already but congrats on the new job that is amazing um and i just want to know like how do you turn off the you know, the bad energy, like you, if once you're surrounded by so many, um, you know, like you said, so many bad thoughts and so much bad energy that's going on, eventually it will start to affect you. It will start to traumatize you to where you'll have those thoughts and those anxieties and those fears. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like how do you turn off that? energy like for me you know me personally I just unplug from everything you know like if you have my number personally then we will always be in contact but if you don't have my number I will go off social media and offline for months because sometimes you're seeing those articles and you're seeing those videos and you're seeing those pictures and it's constantly just flooding your feet it's like where do I go to escape so where do you go to escape from the madness that happens in your world right right. and this
0: in my world every day like I was in the precinct and it was like you know protesters they was coming to protest and we all had to go home like all the civilians we had to go home because they was protesting about the police and the NYPD and stuff like that and how I turned off from it I come home and I just play with my son. We watch cartoons. Now, once we watch cartoons, Spongebob or anything that's funny, like, that's how I tune out. Just being around my family, my son, and turning everything off. So I have to separate work from work and, you know, home from work, whatever, (laughs) however I do it. Yeah. I tune out. I tune out. The work
1: from the home.
0: And I was like, I came into this new job when – everything is like S-N-Y-P-D. Like, I came into it, and it's like, it was scary at first, but I was like, it's not, it's not that bad. It's, you know, I'm right. not a cop, but I just do all the paperwork for them. So it's like, it mm-hmm. was scary at first with all the protesters and everything, but now it's okay.
1: I mean, so... Yeah, that is, that is great what you said because the best way for you to change the world is to just go home and love on your family. Yeah. And it's nothing like, you know, a little snotty nose baby that'll put the biggest smile on your face. Right. Um, but how do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about the F the police situation? I don't agree with any of it. And the Black Lives Matter protest has been about since, like, I want to say five to six years, and I've never stood by it because I feel like saying Black Lives Matter is kind of racist in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because it's like we live on a we live in a world where everyone exists and everyone's lives should matter. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist, but everyone matters. You know, you can't walk around with the mindset that because you're black every white person is out to get you. Well you know? I feel
0: like and then I'm like I feel like it's about time we start saying Black Lives Matter because we was raised in mm-hmm. where we was supposed to love everybody. You know, we go we was brought up in church, the whole Christian thing, the whole slave mind thing. We was brought up oh we have to love everybody black, yellow, green and blue, but they don't love us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And when we say black lives right. matter we're not saying all lives doesn't matter. We're just saying it's it's about time Black lives matter. That's all, like, mm-hmm. how, you know, the cops killing us, how we killing each other, how, you know, Black lives just doesn't matter to the other race or whatever. We're not saying that it don't matter. Uh, uh, all lives doesn't matter. We're just saying it's about time that... Black lives matter, like black lives don't matter to the other race and stuff like that. But I don't really want to get too much into that because that's a whole nother topic, you know?
1: Yeah, that's not even my thing. That's like more so political. Yeah, I don't do politics at all. I don't I you know, I'm just I'm just not into it. Um, I'm going to keep my peace. Right. And, you know, like I said, we want to change the world. You go home and love on your family, and that's all that I can do. Right. You know? But I do want you to be comfortable where you work at. and Yeah, I'm you know, comfortable. We need police officers. Yeah. you know. We need police officers because who's going to stop crime? So I don't get the notion of saying F the police, but I mean, I get why people are angry and why people are mad and why they are lashing out, right. but there still should be a level of respect not to the individual, but to the force and what the force stands for, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a whole nother topic because the, the force stands for, that's a whole nother topic. But anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, so Popcorn, is he going to pre-K-3? Because we have pre-K-3 out here.
1: Uh, We have something different. I Honestly, I don't know. Popcorn was in Head Start for... little minute um he was in head start from getting here i believe at 18 19 months Uh early head start until he aged out at three right so popcorn is currently not enrolled in any school but i plan to homeschool him this upcoming school year
0: right because we i just recently did a survey Um, on how I want my child to go to school if I want him to one week remote learn or do I want him to go to school for three days and I put go to school for three days and remote learn the next week I feel like if he go to school he would like you know learn with the other children but then I was like I don't want to put my kid at risk so should we just stay at home and remote learn because the whole coronavirus and stuff like that you know
1: Yeah, I feel, well, for me, it's definitely a no. My son has um, a respiratory problem, and the whole thing would just give me anxiety. I know firsthand how it is working in day kids. I know how it is working in children, working with children. And I can guarantee you that everything that they're saying that they're doing, they're not. You know, like, people start off, like, at the beginning of the school year, they'll start off with the whole social distancing, cleaning and sanitizing and having this routine. But by the middle of this school year or a couple of weeks into it, that whole game system is going to be changed. And like you said, your child will be definitely be at risk. I mean, we are now in a position of just doing it, you know, just doing what we have to do and not really caring about whatever comes next. You know, like some people feel like their children need to go to school. right? And I'm like, if your child needs to go to school and – what are your plans to enforce that your child is going to be safe, you know? Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, we just got to do what we have
0: to do at this point. And some parents don't have child care. Like me and Alex, we, mm-hmm. it's just us. So when he, he goes to work in the daytime and I go to work in the evening. So when he go to work, it's like, he goes to work, I have the baby and then he come home and it's like tag, you're it and then I run out the door or whatever so some people don't have that they don't have a two parent household or that grandma helping them or whatever so they have to have their kid <laughs> in school right, while they go exactly. to work
1: that's what I said, we live in a world where we just at the point have to do what we have to do And, you know, it's kind of sad, you know, with, you know, the women who don't have help, the mamas that don't have help, because, you know, it could be stressful. And then, you know, adding the extra burden, and the extra worry, you know, like I could not imagine, you know, being in those mamas shoes where, you know, they are at work all day and their children are at school and they're constantly like worrying, like, you know, is my child doing X, Y and Z? Or, you know, are we going to be safe? Are we going to get the virus or whatever the case may be? But, you know, like you said, we just got to do what we got to do. And that tag, you're it. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. That's that's like a two parent home where, you know, there's structures, there's values and morals. And, you know, you guys are both in it together to raise your child. And that is just dope.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard because sometimes we don't get a chance to like even see each other because, his shift is morning and my shift is evening. So when I do come home, I try to stay up with him. And he try to stay up with me, you know, and we try to watch a movie or something like that. But it's hard, girl. We be, like, dead tired.
1: <laughs> At least you guys have a reason. I hardly spend time with my spouse. And both of us are quarantined, quarantined together. And he's just out and about living his best life. <laughs>
0: what? You talk about he living his best life.
1: <laughs> uh yeah. Girl, I, I just don't even got time. I told you, sometimes I just be want to lock myself in my room and
0: not have to worry about any of it. No, because I see you be doing everything, girl. You'll never take a chance to, like, sit down and relax. Like, out when I watch your Facebook, when you was on Facebook. You cleaning toys. You doing this. You doing you organizing your refrigerator. You doing a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, wow, she do a lot. On my free time, I just want yeah, sit down and watch Netflix. Amazon Prime. it's draining
1: because my baby he's at the age now where what was acceptable at one two you know one month two months three months in those first few stages of life is no longer acceptable now like my son he demands my full undivided attention if I'm washing dishes and my baby tell me to stop washing dishes and come play hot and go seek. I'm going to stop washing dishes and go play how to go. Right. So sometimes it will take me all day to wash the dishes. And, you know, as, I've gotten, you know, as I've been matured in motherhood, it doesn't bother me as much, right. but when I, when he was smaller, I would get so stressed and so depressed about, like, my house not being clean right. or me not being able to do anything. Like, I remember my baby was, like, seven months, eight months, he was crawling and stuff, and I wouldn't let him get down on the floor right. without me cleaning my house first. You know, I wouldn't let him play with any of his toys before sanitizing. Like, it was, I've always just been, you know, extra precautions. but now, I gotta just let the house go, let the house get trashed, and then when I get to it, I get to no, it No, yeah. I would much I would much rather say I spent four to eight to nine to ten to twelve hours playing with my child than to say I spent four to eight to nine to ten, twelve hours cleaning and you know, sit my child in front of a TV or something like that. Right. So No, this yeah,
0: is why you should have been living upstairs because you could have sent popcorn downstairs and I could have sent Charlie's yeah. upstairs. Yeah, because <laughs> i think carlito needs a playmate because he feel like we best friends he put his arm around my neck and he give me kiss he think like we are best friends i'm his friend so i try to like go get one of my little cousins so he can have somebody to play with because i i'll be feeling sorry for my kid like oh you're the only child
1: oh that's so cute (laughs) cute.
0: you know we run up and down this house Yeah, we do, like, play hide-and-go-seek. We run up and down. I have, like, these balls where I be shooting at him or throwing stuff at him. We even play basketball in the house, especially when it was quarantine. We even have scooters. We ride up and down in the house. So, he needs a friend. But wow. I'm not trying to have a kid right now. So, let me just... Yeah, we live and... in a... Yeah, I'm not trying to have We live in a gated and right apartment
1: here. complex. Right. We live in a gated and apartment complex, so... I just let him run outside. Like, he'll ride outside, run outside. You know, we'll play, like, hot peas and butter outside. Right. And I do have neighbors that have children. Like, my, I have a neighbor downstairs. They have a boy and a girl. And I have a new neighbor that just moved in. She has three boys, so popcorn is loving right. it. And I have a homegirl out here. She got her granddaughter. So, sometimes I'll go and I'll get her granddaughter, bring her over to my house. She'll stay over to my house. And... It gives me such a release because he gets to, you know, play with someone else and not play with me. Right. And then it's like, he forgets all about Mama. He flat sleep me and go with his friends. But, you know, like you said, they do need that, play, that playmate. We are at our you know, lonely child syndrome, right. only child syndrome. They, they definitely, that's why they so demanding because they, it's just them, you know, it's just you and them, you know?
0: Yeah. I love how you are with popcorn and I love your energy. So you said you have neighbors that come and play with him. I don't have no neighbors because, well, I just moved into this building. So I just look at the people. I try to speak, but I be like, oh, what if they don't speak? But yeah, and energy, you probably uh-huh. be like, hey girl, what's going on? I got a son. You got three boys. What's up? <laughs>
1: That's yeah. Like, what's oh up? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, it's so weird because um, the neighbor that she just moved in. Um, I live in Colleen, and she is from Austin, so she moved down from Austin, and she came to look at apartments in my apartment complex. But the management office is closed due to COVID, so she knocked on my door, and I let her come in my house and look at my house as a tour of the apartment complex, and. I'm like, girl. Excuse the closet, but you know, this is the closet space. You get a lot of closet space. You get a lot of room space. So when she finally did move in, we like besties. Like, yeah. she pe- like she remind me of my like she remind me of my people from Plaza. Like she is so <laughs> cool. The boys love her. The boys come knocking at the boys love um popcorn. They come knocking at my door. I send him up there to play. They come over here anytime they need anything. They come over here. We be in the pool playing together. We was racing in the pool. So it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, having that community of, you know, people where, you know, you can send your kid like, okay, girl, look, just keep him for a couple hours because I'm cleaning up or, right. you know, I have anxiety about, like, leaving him behind. He doesn't like for me to leave him behind, but now that my neighbor is there, you know, if she's available to watch him. I can be like, oh, girl, can you keep him while I go to the store? Can I go do laundry? Because it's hard not being able to, you know, get that, you know, that break away that when, you know, it's not even like you don't have anyone, you know? Cause and you I, see I, how, it's how you like, say it
0: is like great to have that break away. Like I have the family not far from me. My family is not far. Alex's family is mm-hmm. not far because they walk up the block. Alex's family, they come to my house like every day. They walk up the block every day, right. but people will be like, okay, when I'm going to watch Carlito? And I'm just like, all right, you can watch him Saturday, but I never send him because yeah, yeah. because I, I don't <laughs> want nobody watching my kid. Like, I can't have life without him. I can't do nothing without him. He right here. He right here. He took Hi, Say Carlito. Hi. Oh, uh, he just woke up. He like, hi. <laughs> yeah, so I won't let anybody watch him. And I told him, like, even I have a stepson. And hi. all right. Hi. Hi. Oh, he trying to say, how are you? Why you look like that? You just woke up. <laughs> come use the potty. Yeah, so I have my stepson here, too. And um, he's big enough to watch my son. And I told you, I have cameras and everything. Like, I'm a loony tune when they come down to my kid. So yeah, no, I, I don't let people watch it.
1: I don't like, you know, you know me, I'm I am a Christian mama and I that's a part of my, you know, parenting journey as well. I raised my son as a Christian baby. So like, I can't just be leaving my baby anywhere, you know, like I can't trust God's gift. <laughs> with just anyone like I don't like people saying certain things to my baby I don't like people like treating him a certain way like I don't like for my I don't like to feel like if I leave you with my child my child is going to sit there for hours right you know not have anything to do or you know I don't like people feeding my son certain things like junk and all that stuff so it's just a lot of worry and anxiety just like like, if I leave my baby is he going to be happy you know and then like it's a flip side to it because, like, I'll take the little boy everywhere I go. And then, like, he just does me foul. Like, he does not listen. I'm like, dude, how you want to be with me all the time but you don't want to listen? Like, go home with that kind of attitude. Nah, it
0: though, he listened. He listened to me. <laughs> like, I was blessed to have that. He listened. Popcorn has his, let me tell you, my
1: baby has his own personality. And he is he has a big personality. He throws a lot of tantrums. And I'm trying to learn to stop throwing tantrums because I don't know if he get that from me or his father. Right. But it is a lie. I've been up since 5 o'clock in the morning Whoa. because my baby threw a tantrum. Right. <laughs> yeah, he woke up and he was crying. He said he wanted some juice. And I was telling him like, you can't have juice, you know, at nighttime you can have water. And girl, he was like, I don't want no water. He started flipping out and crying. I was like, you know, when I say no, I mean no. Not no and a possible. You know, right. like, you got one book and a possible, no baby. I said no. Right. I don't mean no and a possible. Like, this is this is firm. Like, I mean, no, that's it. You ain't getting that. I'm not giving in. I'm not caving. And it's hard because he treats me like that because he's always up under me. So he feels
0: like he can get away with anything. No, I'm like, no. And that's it. If you're going to cry, cry yourself to sleep. Go to bed. <laughs> yep. That's it. Go in your like, room. Go
1: ahead to bed. I go in your room I'm getting up out of here that's how I tell him I'm getting up out of here this is how you acting yeah. I don't gotta be around no kid that's gonna act out I put that camera in my cart, and girl I would set that camera up and I would walk outside and leave that baby right in the house by herself uh, and uh, my camera still <laughs> monitor yes I am not playing with him
0: uh, I need to go for a walk but <laughs> I feel like when he was the hard part of Carlito growing up was when he was an infant and he was crying and stuff and teething and I didn't know what to do you know Mm -hmm. but the hard part is over and waking up to every two hours is over now that he's three about to be four um life got better so yeah
1: we deal with different problems at different stages go get it from in the house and go ask your father um, we deal with different stages at, in different parts of life. I don't think I've really dealt with the teething stage. I mean, I was experienced enough with children to where I knew what to do for teething. Um, more so, like, natural remedies because I never um, I never use, like, the ore gels or anything like that. But now it's, like... How, what do you do when you're you know your three-year-old is telling you no or you know what do you do when your three-year-old decides that they don't want to eat anymore you know so it's like every year we have a different stage I remember when popcorn was turning one and I tried transitioning him from bottles to sippy cups he <laughs> threw the sippy cup at me and in my head yeah he didn't want it he threw it at me outside my head. I went to Walmart every day for the first month of January. So that first whole month of January after he turned one, I went to Walmart every single day and I probably spent, I kid you not, at least $100 buying sippy cups, trying to figure out which sippy cup the little boy would take because he wouldn't take none of the sippy cups.
0: Girl, you had $100 to spend because I was not doing that. <laughs> I promise you, $100, let me tell you, that was just the sippy
1: cup. I had to pay for a lift there and a lift back. Because oh, the, no,
0: I was yeah, not Yeah, Walmart that. in
1: Jersey was not close enough to walk. I didn't know how to, I mean, the lift wasn't like too expensive, but every right. time I went to Walmart, I had to take a lift there and a lift back. And I would literally go take a lift to Walmart, get a sippy cup, come back. You know, go to Walmart, right. get a sippy cup, come back. It was. Well, special, um, yeah.
0: You said something about teeth, and let me tell you what I get, because, um, West Indians do it. No, I'm not West Indian, but I had a lot of West Indian friends. I put some <laughs> alcohol on that baby gums. All
1: yeah,
0: right, I rubbed some alcohol, and I took a sip, and we both were sleeping peacefully, and he's a right. <laughs> He's I good too. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't necessarily say our um West Indians because that is a, a trick that my mama taught me. That's why I said we have more natural remedies. Right. Um, they say rub alcohol on the baby gums. They say rub sugar on the baby gums, and they say to give the baby a chicken wing. You know, like a bone. Yeah. And then let them just chew on it, and you know, just watch them and make sure that they don't choke off the bone or anything like that. Um, my baby was eating by the time he was teething, so. He's just eight, you know he right. I would make him um I would make him like yogurt uh yogurt ice popsicles um so I would put the yogurt and the blueberries in the ice mold and then just give him that and have him suck on that and cool on that and I believe our babies would have started teething towards the summer because they were like five to six months around that time in the summer right so he was high, I would give him popsicles um. Yes. I will put the the bananas in the feet, the mashed feeder, and put that in the freezer and give it to him. So I use a lot more of like the natural remedies, and you know, he, you know, popcorn. For me, I feel like popcorn has always been a cry baby. So I don't know what was a teasing cry or what
0: was. I'm um, just <laughs> no Carlito was a cry baby too. I used to be yeah, crying. Like, oh no! Like oh my god, I, why is this baby crying? <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> yeah, you
0: get stressed out. When like when I think about the early stages, I'm like, nah, I'm not having no more kids. When I think about what I went through, the whole postpartum depression and everything that I was going through, I'm like, nah, I'm not having no kids. But sometimes, you know, life is good now, and I'm like, oh, I should give him another kid. i a sibling. Um, I should name my son Carmelo. I think about <laughs> it, but then I be like, nah. Yeah, you know, I mean, negative. <laughs> even for me, like,
1: my spouse he is, you know, he's a good man. He's a great husband, you know, a loving father, but he's not the most supportive and in certain areas. So for me, it's like, if I have another kid, I'm going to be taking care of three kids, you know? Oh, sure.
0: <laughs> no, I got blessed because Alex is like the mother, like, because he, he had a kid already and plus his, right, he's like that, like nurturing and stuff like that. He's a man, but he got, you know, like he's the mother too, so he, yeah I, I was blessed to have Alex
1: because that's how I'm feeling I'm like you know like I just text my niece that I was like look girl about those other kids they are canceled and she was like what other kids <laughs> <She> said, <"Canceled." laughs> I was like those other kids we've been planning for like it's I've gone so far and I haven't like openly admitted this to anyone or I I don't think we, we've even spoken about this right. maybe like not in detail but I have even gone as far as buying like prenatal pills I bought a pregnancy test and everything. I want to get pregnant. I want to, you know, start trying for a baby and planning for a baby. Uh-huh. But then every day I start having tantrums from popcorn, tantrums from popcorn father. I just was like, nah, y'all all canceled because I was lucky <laughs> myself in the room with my new baby and leave y'all both to fend for yourself because y'all got me messed up. The only thing stopping me from actually going through with the process of getting pregnant is I'm still on birth control. Right. So if
0: I can find somebody
1: to take it out, then we good. If not, then they gonna just have to wait ten years.
0: Yeah, cause I be thinking of like like in the future how I want my dining table to look like. Like I want it to be me, Alex. Um, we have Khalid and we have little Alex, and I'm mm-hmm. just like. Do I want more kids at the table with our grandkids? Do I want it to be a big table or do I want it to be a small table? So I think about that and I'm like, when I'm gone, I want though to have somebody. Yeah, he has his brother, but it's different when the kid came from you, the mom, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And then his brother is sixteen and he's three. So he wants somebody there. Yeah, someone else. I think about eight. that. I think about it, but then I'm like, when I think about that infant stage, I'm like, nah. And the whole pregnancy, I went through a lot. Oh my God. Uh -uh. I hated being
1: pregnant. I hated (laughs) being pregnant. I hated every moment of I hated feeling that baby move inside of my belly. You hated that? I hated it. It just felt awkward and weird. And I was like, yo, this is how I always talk the popcorn.
0: Yo, little dude, stop moving. No, I loved it. I I Um, I used to eat chocolate just so he could move around. And jump nah. and have a party in there. Low yes, man. I loved it. And then my so stomach was so big, I used to stick cups on top of it. I even did the baby mama dance, girl. I was excited being pregnant. Uh uh-uh. uh, it was cute, but then I was like over it. Yeah, yeah. My ankles were swollen. I couldn't go my, back to work.
1: My um, my reasons for wanting to have another kid at you know some mama. closer part is because. I wasn't raised with my siblings. I grew up with my nieces and nephews because my mother waited 18 years after her last child to have me. So I have brothers and sisters that are 40 years older than me, you know, 20 years (laughs) older than me. Like, oh, like, I don't I don't think they're 40. I would say definitely like 30 years older than me. Um, My sisters are in their 50s and I'm in my 25, 26. And then my older brother is twenty five years older than me. He's turning forty six, and I'm turning no, he's twenty years older than me. Wow! Turning- what was your mother thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she was thinking. Who wants to start over after eighteen? You know, eighteen years. Her oldest kid would have been twenty two at the time. Who wants to start over after twenty two years of not having to change a diaper, not having to you make know, a life mom? happens. Yeah, you know, like, bottles are not even the same as when they were, you know, four or five years ago. So, imagine that whole stretch in between, like, 22 till 18. My siblings like, is
0: eight crazy. and nine years older than me. Tasha and Eric, they <laughs> eight and nine years older than me. And my mother had a boy and a girl. And I be thinking, like, what made her go back? Nine years later, and have another kid. But eighteen years, wow. girl, your mother was good. You, were, you really a blessing. <laughs> yeah. They, and so my too. my dad,
1: they were yeah, they were older. My dad was like forty seven, and my mom was thirty nine. Yeah, you. And you, my you. dad has six kids before me, and my mother has three kids before me. So I'm the youngest of nine siblings.
0: Oh wow.
1: Yes. I want to give my baby that experience of growing up with his siblings and you know just having that whole vibe, but it is definitely stressful. So you gotta take in all factors because it's not gonna always be cute and fancy. You know, like I and hate people when moms never be like, talk
0: about that.
1: Yes, I I saw someone post that in the um the group and I was it was like oh I love I, I'm loving motherhood or something like that and I was like. Not every minute of it I ain't, you know? I'm yeah. I'm loving it, but not every minute of it. Like, sometimes you just want to call it how it is. Like, this little shit, you know? Like, right. this little monster, you know? Like, the, they are terrible, you yeah. know, at times. You don't love every minute of it. So, acknowledging that you don't love every minute of it actually makes you a great parent. Like, boy, if yeah. you don't leave me alone, I'm going to lock myself in this pantry if you do not go sit down and act civilized and act like you know Jesus but some parents they <laughs> make it to my parents. It's just like it's just all peaches and cream it's not all peaches and cream at I, all
0: I was telling it's a pregnant girl at my job well it's three pregnant girls and they talk to me and but it's one she sit right next to me and me and her talk and I tell her like It's not like how the mothers be making it seem like. And then I try to explain to her about postpartum depression. I try to tell her about a birth plan and stuff like that. You know, Mm -hmm. and, and I was also explaining to her that I had a birth plan, but things just didn't go the way that I wanted it when it was time to get right? you know everything changes and then she she was explaining to me that she cries and I was like girl it's okay to cry and you're gonna cry some more when you look at your baby you're gonna cry like I try to tell her like the real shit that's really going on I was like I explained to her about postpartum depression and I explained to her that black people can get it and it's not a myth and I explained to her how real it is you know yeah. And how it can be hard. And I I told, I told, spoke to her about how my son had gotten burnt and I fell into another depression. You know, and I, I also told her about the group. I told her how I had to get my own support team because she really don't have that much of a support team. But she have her mother, something that I didn't have. You know, her mother is there. Her mother cooking for her. Her mother doing everything to make sure her pregnancy and stuff goes well or whatever. But yeah, people don't talk about, The hard times you have, like, I lost weight after giving birth, but now I gained weight after the quarantine. I mean, the quarantine did some good things for me because I (laughs) I was stressed out being a mother, you know, running, not being able to eat, doing this, doing that, tag you it with Alex. And the quarantine like sort of gave me a break where I was going to work for like three days out the week and doing two days at home. So it gave me like, oh, I got to breathe. So the quarantine yes. worked out for me. <laughs> so I was explaining I remember, that to her.
1: I remember I would like wake up crying in the middle of the night because my baby would just constantly keep getting up, asking me for bottles. Ooh. And this went on. For a while, I mean, like, we are just now getting to the point where he does not wake up crying for something in the middle of the night, you know. He, right, he'll get up three or four times throughout the night, wet, you know, wet through his pull up, wet the, and he's going in the refrigerator, getting a gallon of milk, grabbing it, bringing it back home. And, you know, I'm not working now, but, you know, like we said, I do a lot, and then doing a lot. to go to sleep you go to sleep and now you can't even um you can't even get no good sleep right so for me, it's just like I have those bad times I have those good times and I just roll with it all you know
0: yeah, and that's all of us, girl. That's all of us. I was looking like a zombie. I used to be at work, like, I lived off of coffee and everything. I used to be at work, like, dying. And somebody said to me, you're not the first mom to do it, and you won't be the last.
1: Yep. You need coffee. And then imagine. <laughs> you know said, my, you need coffee. You <laughs> sure do. Imagine my stress working with, you know, working with children, working with yeah. Time. And then having to come home and work with my own toddler, you know, my last daycare job, I was working in a nursery and uh-huh. I kind of like working in a nursery because you deal with the smaller babies. So, you know, you don't got to constantly keep telling this one to stop, stop biting, stop biting, stop hitting, stop kicking. You know, those little tiny humans, they, you know, they're still learning their way around life. They're, you know, most of them come from single homes where it's just, you know, the You know, the babies in the house, there's no other kids. So they get in a daycare with other kids and they're like, give me my toy, you know, and they want to fight each other and you got to break up some serious fights in daycare. Now
0: I understand why you're so organized, Diamond, because in the group you post like things to do with your kid. And certain things like you're learning, I watch your videos and how you teach popcorn and how you speak so well and stuff. It's because you came from the daycare atmosphere. You a teacher. like Yeah.
1: I, I study early childhood education. I dropped out of school in 2016, 2016, going to school for liberal arts. But towards the ending of my degree, I started to study education. And when right. I started to study education, I leaned more towards early childhood education and learning their early childhood philosophers and you know Montessori I'm I'm inspired more so by the Montessori style so everybody else I kind of forget about but I know it's like four major um early childhood philosophers and I've always adapted that teacher mindset even at home you know right so, yeah, yeah cause because you, I'm like, she's
0: doing real good with her son. Like, when you sent me the dollar and told me to get a book, I'm like, yeah, she's doing real good. I like having her as a friend, yes. you know, because I'm learning from you. You know, I'm not a No, that makes my heart
1: melt because, yeah. man, you really appreciated me sending you that dollar because I was so serious, like yes. go to the store and get a book and read a book to your baby. I pick up books all the time. Like right. it's just so weird because we have he, my baby is like he's like set in stone. You know, like he's reading uh Playtown and he's reading uh what is that one with the um a uh, Goldilocks. Right. He won't read none of the other books, but he has so many other books. But he's like, I want to read Goldilocks, and we'll read Goldilocks. And I'm like, explaining to him everything, you know, pointing out all of the pictures. What's that chair? And what color is that chair? And where's the remote? And where's the button? Can you show me the picture on the wall? And then I'll make like all of the sounds and stuff like that. Um, one of the moms had posted in the group about like needing some mommy friends and she was like she doesn't turn up or anything like that and i actually uh messaged her about doing a virtual um you know play day we can do like right a, a story time uh you know play day for the kids and you know do some little prompts and stuff like that and have them see each other and read the story you know they can each take, turn, take turns picking a book and stuff like that
0: but yeah that's nothing dope.
1: Nothing counts more than just spending that quality time. You know, we do his Bible study books and his prayer books and teach him his daily prayers and stuff like that. It is amazing. But it's definitely the teacher in me that's always, like, want to be on top of everything. And you you just
0: can't be on top of everything, you know? Yeah. Most of Carlito's books came from um, Brookdale Healthy Family. So every time I go to the doctor, they give us a book oh so, that's awesome yeah they get and then I have a friend she works at Brookdale and she gives me books she she Hold gives on. me books and she speaks English and she sp- speaks Spanish and Carlito is English and Spanish well he's Spanish and black and so she give us a lot of those books where he can learn Spanish and, and he can learn regular stuff, stuff too <laughs> that would be so dope yeah, so I, I read to him. And right now we're on a book where it's like expressing himself. So I read him this book and he's like, he, he picked up on angry. So we're on remote learning with his teacher. And his teacher was like, how you feeling today, Carly, Though, And he crosses his arm, poke out his lip and go, I'm feeling angry. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I got to stop reading that book. <laughs> yeah, because,
1: so you know, I would read the book okay. to him Emotions,
0: right so I would read the book to him it's awesome. happy sad angry and then I would give the book to him and tell him to read it to me and he look at the pictures and he's he just going off the pictures like if this person yeah. is sad or if this person is happy and I'm like god I'm doing a good job with my son like he know his colors he knows numbers like I'm like he fully like out of diapers because the Quarantine. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no more pull-ups. I'm not going outside to buy no pull-ups. No, right. No, no. So he's fully potty trained. Like one of oh, my yeah, cousins daddy, wanted him. Please. Right. One of my cousins wanted him to spend the night, and she was like, he have to wear a pull-up, and I'm like, no, sorry, he can't spend the night because we out of that stage. You know what I'm saying? Right. I definitely feel you. Yeah, I pat myself on the back, like, yes, I'm a dope-ass mom. I'm doing
1: this. <laughs> it, it definitely does motivate you and encourage you if. That's, you know, the type of vibe that you're looking for. Like I remember a while back, we stayed on the phone for like two or three hours just talking about, you know, our babies and, you know, the activities we do at home and stuff like that. And for me, I am like I'm the type of person like I'm, you know, I'm a sharer. You know, as a Christian, I'm naturally, you know, driven to, you know, enlightening people and encouraging people and trying to, you know, guide people in a certain way. So like when I'm sharing things with you as far as like lifestyle, parenting and stuff like that. And that's not something that you're necessarily into. It kind of just, like, makes me feel like, okay, maybe you stay over there, I stay over there. We could be cool, but you stay over there, I stay over there. Because, you you know, you don't want to be that mom where, you know, next thing you know, people are going to start saying, oh, you think you're better than me because you things right. this way and I do things this way when it's like no each one teach one maybe you, right. you know you do things this way and then i can come and i can show you a different trick t- trick or you know routine that maybe it work better and vice versa you know but some people right. they are used to parenting their children the way their parents parented them and their right. parents parents parented them So it's kind of like you can't break that cycle. If they don't want to break the cycle, then
0: you can't. No, I love learning from other mothers. Like, I enjoy learning from other mothers. Like, I was at my friend's house, and my son, he won't eat apples. So I would give him an apple, and he won't eat it. But my friend mom, she cut the apple, and she cut the skin off the apple, and he eat, he ate the apple like that. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So I learned something from her mom. So I don't wow. mind learning from other mothers. So that, now that when I buy apples, I cut it, and I cut the skin off of it, just like her mother do, and... I love learning from other mothers. I'm not going to say I don't. I love that shit. Yeah, you, you definitely uh,
1: need to be at a place of willing to learn and grow. Right. And, you know, just openly admitting that you don't know it all, you know, and it's right. school for growth. If you just get so stuck in your way, in your way of doing things, then, you know, that's why I'm so, you know, so engaged in like, YouTube. I don't be on YouTube anymore because... I'm the type of parent I lead by example and I don't want my son on YouTube so I deleted YouTube right. from his tablet and I deleted YouTube from my phone so I don't really watch YouTube as much as I used to watch YouTube but that's why I go to YouTube I go to YouTube to find those other moms that are out there uplifting and empowering and inspiring other moms and I'm definitely here to learn and take notes and you know get my house in order you know I'm looking for a bedtime routine you know I'm looking for night i'm looking for a morning routine i'm looking for a homeschool routine i'm looking for how to organize it. no matter what it is i'm looking to
0: learn how to do it you know who you should connect with i found a girl another girl it. in the group posted this the lady um her name is long i don't know how to pronounce her first name but she's in our group someone posted her live she goes live every monday on, in the group and I was watching her live and, oh, you, yeah, yeah, and, everything. and this wasn't my first time watching her live but I think you and her will be good friends because she's a teacher and you guys have a lot of stuff in common you and her will be dope
1: I definitely um, I think I know who you're talking about and yes I'm always open to connecting with new moms yeah. even at
0: the distance that we are go get it yeah, cause I think she lives somewhere. She lives in a different state too. She don't live in New Jersey, and That's you live
1: the best in Texas. Thing about yeah. Um, well, you know, the times we live in in general, where you know you could Skype your friend from all across the world, you could FaceTime your friend. You know, Um, back in the days, all people had was a pen and a paper and mail. And you know, if you go back or backer in the days, they had some a feather and some ink, and that's how they was able to write and send yeah. their picture. Um, but I love to connect with different people and different moms, but I'm the type of person, like, I'm very preservative of my energy, so, like, you know, I told you about, like, my my petty ways, like, if you're not giving me the same energy, baby, I'm just gonna block you, delete you, and just keep on pushing. But I try not to shut down, because, I mean, you know, people are who they are, and you can't change who they are. Right. I just feel like, If you're not going to be 100% genuine with me, then I'm not going to waste my time. You know, like you're not deserving of my energy. You know, I shut down. I just stick to the people who are giving me the energy that I need. So I got to work on that and stop doing that.
0: Yeah, you do. You have to work on that because I love your energy, and you just be disappearing <laughs> off of Facebook. I was like, "What happened?" And I, I'm not the only one who feel like they love your energy. It's another yeah. girl in the group. When you wrote, when you put a post in the group, the girl was like, "Well, welcome back." Yep. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> was too. like, "Welcome back!" Like, what happened to you?
1: Yep, And I'm like, oh, did you, did you guys really notice how I was going a lot of times, like even on my personal page, like I haven't posted on my personal page at all since, you know, coming back on Facebook. Cause I'm not right. really there for that. But when I went to check my messages, like I have like five, six messages, people like, Hey, you know, how are you? Everything good. You know, we missed you. And then when I do go back on Facebook, people are like, Oh, I miss, you know, we miss you. Where you been at? I posted on, um, this guy I follow. He, right. um, He does like black business, he puts like black businesses on and, you know, educate people on, you know, black culture and stuff like that. And I posted something in his um, group page and he was like, wow, you know, where you been at? I was like, dang, you know, they said I was going to.
0: Yeah, um, because yeah, but- everybody, we look up to you, you know, like, what's your whole learning and how you're doing with popcorn, so mm-hmm. we watch that, we love what you do, we love what you post, you you have all positive vibes, like, if I post something, or any other mother posts something, you always give, like, off positive energy, positive vibes, so it's like, what happened yes. to her? You don't want us to lose that, like, right you know, a good person, because it's hard to find good people out here. You yeah. Know? And it, for me, it's, it's just
1: not that way everywhere, and I do love right. the energy that has been given off the group. I was thinking back to even my first post that I ever posted in the group, and my first post that I ever posted in the group was about getting a used potty for my son, getting a secondhand potty for my son, and everyone politely gave their advice, and, you know, like, we laughed and we joked about it. I ended up not getting a used party. I did buy a new one from the Goodwill, but it, wasn't uh-huh. a used one. it was a new one from the Goodwill. But um, we don't, you don't have that energy everywhere to where everyone is all loving and supportive and stuff like that. And I feel like I've been outcast a lot in my life to where a lot of times, like, I would force myself on people. I would force myself to be friends with people. I would force myself to be family with my family. You know, I would force myself. I would pay, you know, pay to be friends with oh. people. Like, you know, I was the type of parent, I was the type of kid that was, you know, you. I came from a good family. You know, my siblings, they spoiled me with money. My mother and father spoiled me with money. So, like, I had people that didn't really care for me, but they stuck around for what I can do for them. We know what I can provide for them. So as I've gotten older and I've learned to just cut ties with people that don't do me no good, it's hard right. for me to let that outcast go. Like, don't like, you know, like say, for instance, you know, mutual friends and it's like, you go comment and like on her page, but you don't come like in and comment on my page. But I'm saying right. comment and liking on your page and that same energy that people, give off on Facebook. They give in real life. And I'm just... No, I was saying for... that.
0: I was just, right. I just wrote a post about that. But I don't really care about those people. Like, you go hard, though. You say you delete, block, all that. Yes. You go hard. Like, not me. I'm like, alright. It is what it is. I'm taking back all my
1: likes on your entire Facebook history. Like, I'm going back six years and taking back... Dang, all my... girl! I'm... Yeah, I don't like... I don't... That's what I'm saying. I... I like to consider myself a people's person, but I don't think I am a people's person. And I just keep hearing the Lord just keep working on me with that because, like, <laughs> God has put so many things in my spirit and in my heart to do. And then, like, I just be getting in my own way, like, nah, I'm not even gonna get. Because I know you were telling me, like, just post it, just post to the group, just go live. Right. Okay, look, I go live up in this group and none of y'all check in. I'm never going live again, because I need y'all to check in.
0: (laughs) No, and you know, I just noticed the live have, like, I could go live, and then you can tag yourself in, and both of us could be there talking to each other. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, me and my best friend did it, but then I deleted it because we said something that we wasn't supposed to say, so I deleted it off, but we can do that, all of us, and since we're from different states, I think we should do that. With our kids, and we speak about motherhood in general. Hell mm-hmm. yeah! I want
1: to do like some skincare. You know, I'm gonna go live tomorrow probably when um I do my skin myself my selfie Saturday and just talk and open up. Um, I shared something with my first lady today. Um, mm-hmm. She had preached on live today, and then I texted her when she got off the live, and she was like, "Wow, that's a powerful story. You should share it to your Facebook." And I'm right. like, "No, I I don't post on Facebook like." <laughs> I don't like Facebook, and you know, if it wasn't for like certain reasons, I would never, I would like permanently delete my Facebook, and I probably wouldn't even exist for some people. You know, people don't send videos, they don't send pictures, they don't call, they don't text, they don't check in. It's like once you off Facebook, social media, you just disappear from other people's lives. And I'm like, no, like you can text me, you can call me, and we can still, you know, have a a, a good relationship outside of social media because you know that's real life. This is right. Real- it's a part of life, but it's not real life. It's not the only part of life either.
0: Right, you're right. You're right. Well, we're gonna have to wrap this up because you know we gotta feed our kids breakfast and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: yes, it is. Um, that's the the time difference, but it's eleven twenty here and twelve twenty there. And, yeah, it's twelve twenty yeah.
0: here, and I'm like, my baby just woke up. And let me make him some oatmeal and everything. <laughs> let me tell you.
1: Bad mom habit, but I'm busy. I'm talking. I don't have time to stop and feed my baby. I just gave this little boy two popsicles. And <laughs> <laughs> he is good. He he living his best life. He ain't bothered me what. <laughs> no, I
0: gave mine a pop tart, and I'm like, nah. He don't really like like sweets in the morning. I gotta give him a a real breakfast. But uh, he still ate something, right? Right, <laughs> Dude, even if it's a peanut butter and jelly, my baby still ate something. Anyway, so we're gonna wrap this up. Me and you got to get on again, um, yes, and we got to keep in touch. And do you have an email or anything yes. you want people to reach out to you because not only mothers reach out to me, I see they reach out to you in the group too.
1: Yeah, um, I do have my email. Um, actually, I sent you my email address a long time ago.
0: No, I'm saying you can say it on here so another mother can reach out to you.
1: Yeah, because I was like, yeah, I gave you my email address. Well, (laughs) my my email address is my first name, which is Diamond, D-I-A-M-O-N-D, my last name, which is Boyne, B-O-Y-N-E, and then 0627 at gmail.com. I am most responsive through email, so if you hit me up through email, I'll hit you back. I'll forward you some links to some, you know, pages that I follow and, you know, just continue to
0: uplift one another. Mama, yeah, because I think you're really good, and we all love that, like, about you. And not only, like, you good with your, your kids stuff and your learning and your teaching and stuff and, your, you know, with the kid, but she does makeup and stuff, too. Yep,
1: I do it all Makeup uh, Healthy eating And you know, healthy living uh, Christianity You know, it is my job to, you know tell people about jesus but i'm not one of those uptight and you know can't hold a conversation can't crack a joke kind of christian you know i'm fun i'm down to earth so we will definitely
0: have a good time all right so thank you guys for tuning in to what is the perfect mom later later <laughs> everybody